This is some BS. Hello, people. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for coming back. As always, very appreciative. And my last episode was pre-recorded before my birthday, before Mother's Day. And now I'm recording the day after Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful ladies. I hope that y'all were celebrated and felt special and all the good things. Yesterday, I celebrated by going to church, going to lunch, brunch with my family, and that was just way too much happening. Uh, But yeah, did that and then came home, took a nap. I was exhausted. And then my mother-in-law came over. We went to dinner and then we went to the movies, just my husband and I, and we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And yes, I'm a Marvel fan. I love all things Avengers and all that stuff. I've seen every single one of them, pretty much. And yeah, um, it the night ended super late. We got home at maybe like 11.15 and I was exhausted. But yeah, that was my Mother's Day. And so now just picking right back up where I left you guys off last week, my last appointment that I left off at was December of 2020. And again, that was just me saying, I I have this pain. I want to figure out where it's coming from because shit doesn't happen in your body for no reason. There's always a reason and it's better to figure out what's causing it rather than to just keep masking it with freaking Advil like she told me to do. So anyways, that was December, 2020. A few weeks later would be when I conceived when I got pregnant because then it had to, I, I can't pinpoint the exact um, time frame because, you know, I did not know my body at all during this time. I didn't know my cycles, my ovulation, none of that. Like my body would just give me all kinds of symptoms at random times and I never knew what it was like is this a period symptom is this a pregnancy symptom is this ovulation symptom is this PCOS is this something more like I had no idea so me trying to pinpoint a time when I got pregnant is a little difficult still was never able to do that the closest thing that I could come up with is like the very beginning of January that's the best that I can do. When exactly? I have no idea. But I say that because the crazy thing to me is like that appointment was December, 2020. Literally a few weeks later is when I got pregnant and had no freaking idea. So the way that I found out I was pregnant was me doing these random every other week pregnancy tests. Um, again, just kind of checking to make sure, like, let me just take this to make sure I don't need to stop drinking type of thing, even though I didn't drink all the time, but, you know, just so I could be aware that something was going on, you know, like, Hey, there's a baby in you. You should be cautious of everything that you're doing and everything that you're putting into your body, you know, 
that type of thing. So that's the only reason why I would take pregnancy tests at that point. It wasn't like, oh, I hope I'm pregnant. So let me just keep checking. It was literally just so that I could be aware. So one week, it had to be like the end of January, which makes me think like maybe I got pregnant like the end of December. Like I literally have no idea. But one week in January, it was somewhere at the end of the month. Um, I was taking one of my random every so often pregnancy tests and I did the same thing at this point. Also, let me, I forgot to, to mention this last time. I'm no longer recording myself. I stopped recording myself after like the, maybe like the fifth or sixth pregnancy test. Like when I first, first started trying to get pregnant, but then I stopped after that. Then it was just like, okay, it made me feel stupid. Why am I doing this? And I deleted them. Those videos no longer exist anywhere. So anyways, um, sorry if y'all can hear my child. I'm not in a very like quiet space, but it's the quietest that I can get it at the moment. Back to the story. So it was one of my random checkup pregnancy tests that I was taking the little cheap ones from Amazon that came in a pack of like 50 or something. And I did the same thing I always do. And this was the kind where you like, you pee in a cup and then you get the, the droplet thingy and then you put it on the, drop it on the strip. It was that kind of test. So I did that. I would leave the test on the counter and just like leave, come back whenever. So I did that one week again, end of January, came back negative. Okay, cool. Trash it. Well, maybe like a week and a half later, I took another test because again, like I would get these like crazy things happening to my body and I would have like no idea what the hell it was. It would either be like intense cramping, boop tenderness, or like nauseated, just like weird random things, but never like all at one time. So then that, that would be another reason why I'd be like, okay, time for me to take another test just, just in case. So then about a week and a half later, I'm like, okay, let me take another one. I don't remember exactly what I was feeling, but look, let me just take another one just in case. So did the same thing, uh, peed in the cup. And then for some reason, I don't, I didn't throw this pee right away, right away. So it was just sitting on the counter, took the, took the test. And then I went back into my room to, to work. I was working from home, then came back a few minutes later. And whenever I would take the test, I would like slide it back into the paper until it was ready. And then I would pull it out and look at it. So when I went back to look at it, I grab it, I grab the paper, pull it out, put it back in. And I'm about to, I was going to put it in the trash. But when I pulled it out and I looked at it, I was like, okay, negative. And then as I'm sliding it back in, I'm like, wait, what? And I pulled it back out and there's two lines on there, which mean positive. I was like, what? There's no way. And I was literally about to throw this shit in the trash. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me grab another one. Grab another one of my cheap Amazon tests, rip it open, do the same droplet thingy. And then waiting a few more minutes. I hope y'all can't hear my child and my husband in the other room just going crazy lord anyways so i opened up a second one just to see what the hell like maybe the first one's tripping i don't know 
So I'm do the second one, positive again. And then I think at that point, I, I FaceTimed my husband who was at work and I'm like, uh, look at this. And I'm showing him, he's like, what the, and I said, let me just do another one. I pull out a third one, rip it open. Same thing. Positive again. And I'm like, uh, what, 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 what do I do? What do I do? I feel like I'm a teenager. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What do we do? What is happening? And then I remember I like literally grabbed the rest of the tests that I had in the package in the drawer and I pulled them all out and I was like, do you want me to do all of these? And I was being so serious. Like I was like mind blown and like shocked and like what is happening. And I didn't know what to do. And so when I went to grab all of them out the drawer and I was like, do you want me to do all of these? He was like, no, get in the car and go to CBS, get a real one. As if these are not real. This is how you know we were like, what the is happening? So I'm like, okay, okay. As I'm still on the clock, I grab my keys, I run out the door, I go to CBS real quick and buy the digital ones. I come back and I think I'm pretty sure I called him back and I, I pee on the stick. We wait a few minutes and then pops up pregnant. I'm like, oh my God. There's like no tears of like joy. There's no like happiness. It's like pure shock and pure denial. So as I'm still on the phone with my husband and he's the same, he's feeling the exact same thing. Pure shock, pure denial, pure what the is happening. And so I said at this time, uh, we're living with my parents, which is a whole other story that we can get into later, but we're living with my parents. And I'm like, should I go tell them? Like no hesitation, like not even like a second thought. Like we just want to tell somebody, like we don't know what the hell to do. As if there's something to do. There's nothing to do. You literally just chill out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. Go tell them. So I go downstairs and I go into my parents' room. I have it behind my back. And my mom is working from home on her laptop in the bed. And my dad is working from home at his desk. Because at this time, it's still like COVID is still kind of not at its peak, but still, still pretty scary. And so this, everybody's working from home for the most part. And uh, my dad is in a meeting. So he has his headphones on and he's turned around. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, mom, look, I'm pretty, I think that's what I said, but it wasn't. I say that to say like, it wasn't anything like I didn't do anything super special. I wasn't like, mom, guess what? Like none of that. I was like, mom, look. And then I pulled it from behind my back and she's like, are you serious? And she looks at it. And then my dad turns around and he sees what's happening, but isn't processing what's happening. So he kind of like smacks his arm, like be quiet. Cause he's in a meeting, right? He's trying to pay attention. So then he turns back around and then my mom's like, are you serious? Whatever she's saying. I don't know. She's crying. And then I'm like, well, what do I do? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I have my husband still on the phone. And then I think my, a few minutes later, like sh- very, very shortly after my dad gets off his meeting, he turns back around and he's like, what's happening? He's the test. And then he like, he gets teary eyed. My dad doesn't boohoo cry, but he got teary eyed. And then I think I asked her like, well, what do I do? And she's like, um, call the doctor, make a doctor's appointment. I was like, um, okay, is there somewhere that I could go today? Like, we go go to Planned Parenthood today and I, like, get uh, a blood test to confirm or something, right? She's like, yeah, you can try. 
It's like, okay. So I get online, I make an appointment, and I'm hoping that they will do a blood test to um, confirm that I'm actually pregnant and to tell me how far along I am because I have no idea. I have no idea. And then I go back to work. I have to pretend like nothing happened and let that be that. Later on that evening, I'm excited to tell my sister because my mom and my sister have known what's been going on for a while now. So I had a, it was like a pack of onesies. I finally was able to pull it out of the closet and I put it on my sister's bed along with the positive pregnancy test. So my sister gets home from work. She walks in. She's like, who's pregnant? Who's pregnant? And my mom's like, well, it's not me. She's like, it's yours. And I was like, yeah. And then she starts crying and we hug. And then we realize like my grandma is downstairs and we don't want her to know yet. So we're like, be quiet. And yeah, we like celebrated silently. And at this point, this is how I processed things. At this point, literally even after telling my family, I'm still like, if I'm pregnant, if I'm pregnant, I keep saying if. So the next morning, I had my scheduled Planned Parenthood appointment to confirm pregnancy. And I go, and again, I'm hoping that they give me a blood test, and I ask, and they're like, no, we just do a pee test. And I'm like, oh my god. I pay like $45 or something for this appointment, just for them to do the pee test that I had at home that I already took five of at that point. And then the doctor comes in, and she gives me a form, and she's like, yeah, you're pregnant. And then she asked me, like, when's the last day of your last cycle? And in my mind, I'm like, that's not accurate because my cycles are not normal. And then she gives me an expected due date of sometime in mid-September. It was going through our family group text the other day, and I saw where I sent, like, I'm pregnant. It's confirmed. Like, clearly, I was still in shock. And then... Two or three weeks later or something like that, I had my actual appointment with an OB. That was actually an ultrasound appointment. But this was still like COVID is still pretty real and pretty scary times. So my husband was not allowed to go with me to this doctor's appointment. I had to go by myself, not knowing what the hell to expect. He took me to my appointment and waited in the car. I went in and they... Like, checked my weight, blood pressure, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then they asked me also for, like, my last cycle day and gave me a date based on that. And I'm like, I think it was the same as, like, what the Planned Parenthood person told me. And in my mind, I'm like, that's not accurate. And I knew it wasn't. I didn't know when the hell the due date was, but I was like, that's not accurate. And then I went in for the ultrasound. And at that point, the baby just looked like a little gummy bear and then she confirmed the date that they gave me was not accurate so my original due date that they gave me prior to an ultrasound was september 18th after getting my ultrasound my due date changed to october 7th so that tells you like my cycles were just all over the place my body was just a hot ass mess so at that appointment i think i was maybe like seven weeks and when I actually found out, when I actually took the pregnancy test, I was five weeks. And just bringing this up again, because it was crazy to me, literally the week before, week and a half before, 
my pregnancy tests were negative. A week and a half later, it's positive. It's just, it's crazy. A woman's body is crazy. So shout out all the moms again. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) When you're early on, you only go to the doctor once a month. So I had to wait a whole nother month to get an update on my baby again. At my first appointment, it was too early to hear um, a heartbeat. So at my next appointment, um, I'm finally able to hear the heartbeat, but I didn't know that going in. Going in, like I had no idea what to expect. And again, my husband couldn't come with me. So it was just me going to this appointment. And at this doctor's office, whenever you checked in, the ladies at the front desk asked you, like, do you have any questions for the doctor? I would say no, because one, I have no idea what the hell is even supposed to be happening. So I have no idea what I'm supposed to be asking. And then you're the front desk people. So if I had a question, I'm not going to tell you because what are you, you can't answer questions for me. If I have a question, I'm going to ask the doctor, but the front desk people would always ask, do you have any questions for the doctor? And then when they called you back, the women that do like your weight and your vitals and all that stuff, they again would ask, do you have any questions for the doctor? I would feel like just uneasy about talking to them because why are y'all asking me this? Like, is it a bother to ask the doctor questions or what the hell is happening? I don't remember ever having questions to ask to tell them because I didn't know what what I needed to be asking, really. Once I would go back in my appointment, the doctor came off as like, she never came off as like excited or like personable or friendly or none of that. She came off like this is just another person to see. When she would talk to you, it sounded like she's reading from a script. Like, okay, it's like she had a, a handbook, right? She's like, okay, my next appointment is this many weeks. She goes to that many weeks in her handbook. She flips it open to the page. She reads it word for word and memorizes it. So then when she goes into her appointment, she's like, okay, you're this many weeks. Okay. Da, 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 da. And she's like reading word from word from a script is literally what she sounded like. And she would never ask you if you had any questions because the first two people that you saw in the clinic would ask you that. So if you didn't tell them anything, then she wouldn't say anything because it's like she just wanted to get through her she wanted to get through her patients as quickly as she could and it was just like it wasn't cool I didn't like it so at my second appointment maybe like my third appointment here at this place I could actually listen to my baby's heartbeat I get back there to see the doctor the door was left open and it was either her or one of the like assistants they were like do you have how did they say it? Is it, does it burn when you pee? They asked me something, something like that. Like something like private, right? With the door wide open, just out loud. And I was like, no. And then that was that. They walked away and I'm like, what the, okay. And then the doctor comes in and she's as usual sticking to her script. But this time as she's speaking her lines, she's at the same time, forcefully pushing me down to lay on my back and then I had on like biker shorts and she pulls them down basically to my crotch again speaking her lines that had nothing to do with what she is doing in the moment and then she puts the thing on my stomach to find the heartbeat and all while this is happening I'm like kind of panicking because she's touching me forcefully, not explaining anything, and I don't know what's happening. 
So I'm like internally like panicking and have anxiety and don't know what the hell to do. So then I like slightly hear a heartbeat and she starts talking for a few seconds and she's like, there's the baby's heartbeat. It's literally like two seconds long. And then she finishes off telling me like, I forgot how exactly she said it. She said something about I had an infection and she did not explain what it was. She didn't explain if there's any effects on the baby, if there's anything I should be doing, anything that causes this that I should be avoiding, nothing like that. She literally explains nothing. And I'm assuming, I don't remember exactly, but I'm assuming that she prescribed me some medicine, but I don't even remember. All I know is I walked out that appointment, met my husband back in the car, and I just broke down. I was crying so hard, like never before. And I would say it was like 50% of like the pregnancy hormones, 50% of like my actual true feelings, because this woman, she made me feel like, like violated. And then she explained nothing of some sort of affection that she just said in, I have no idea what's happening. Like, is my baby going to be okay or what? Because you literally provided me with nothing. And I was just like in a panic and like in a state of shock. What What is happening? What just happened? And then my husband's kind of like freaking out and is at the same time is like pissed off when I tell him like what happened. He's like, if that, like we're never coming back here again. Like don't even worry about it. And that's what happened. Never went back there again. I found another doctor. And because of that, that switch, I got an extra ultrasound to see my baby. And at this doctor, my husband could actually come with me when I had ultrasound appointments, but like regular appointments, he couldn't come, but ultrasound appointments, he could at the other place. They weren't allowing it, period. One of the things that we had struggled with while we were seeing the first doctor in those very few appointments, they ask about testing to determine if the baby will have any abnormalities. And our thing was, this sucks that this is what it came down to. We said like, well, does our insurance cover it? And they were like, it depends on how they code it. And then I had to call like our insurance and see what they said. And they were like, well, if, if the doctor office submits it with this code, then yes. If the doctor submits it with this code, then yes. But then like we couldn't, like there was no way of us being for sure on how one or the other was going to do it. And if they didn't code it correctly, it was going to be thousands of dollars. And it was just a hot mess. Like I felt like nobody really explained it to us very well. And and I felt like that doctor's office specifically was just trying to get all the money that they could from us, even with like how fast that they would make the appointments go. Like it was like they were just trying to get through as much patience as they could in a day. It just felt very much like they were all about money. So we never got clear answers on like if insurance was going to cover it or not. So it became more of a, well, we have to pay it out of pocket for this. And to us, we just kind of went back and forth like, well, is it, is it even, is it worth it? Because if we pay for it and they tell us that there's abnormalities that could or could not be true when the baby's born, like, then we're just stressing ourselves out about it during this whole pregnancy. Or we could just, you know, fall back on our faith and talk to God and just pray that everything with this baby is completely normal and save ourselves not only the money, but like the headache and the stress of having to worry our entire pregnancy if this baby is going to be okay. And we struggled with that for a little while, like a few weeks where we were like, what, what do we do? And we ultimately decided to call on Jesus <laughs> and we just 
trusted ourselves and God and said, we're not going to pay this money. We're not going to stress ourselves out and worry about this our whole pregnancy. Then we're not going to enjoy it. And it's just, it'll be this big stressful thing. And that's not what we wanted from the very beginning. As y'all can remember from the first episode, like we never wanted this to be about stress. So we didn't do any testing to find out if the baby was going to be quote unquote normal or not. And we just prayed to Jesus and kept it moving. As some of y'all may know, when you get to about the halfway mark, they do a very thorough ultrasound to count all the all the fingers and toes, organs, make sure everything is functioning correctly. And so this was like our first test of, is our baby actually okay? Is our baby quote unquote normal? And of course, Jesus told us everything was going to be okay. And everything at that appointment was a-okay. We had no concerns. But because we didn't do that original genetic testing stuff, like we couldn't find out sooner. So we had to find out in an ultrasound. So we went to, it wasn't a doctor's office. It's like one of those places that just do like ultrasounds for basically just for fun. So we wanted to do that there because we could do it sooner there than we could at my doctor's office. And it was just me and my husband. And truly, truly to our core, we did not care if it was a boy or a girl one way or the other. But my family, the grandkids, is nothing but girls. So for my family's sake, I was like, okay, yeah, hopefully it'll be a boy. But in my core, outside of that, I didn't care. And then my husband, overall, he didn't care either. So we went in and the woman's doing her thing before she even gets to the part. And it's like, it's a boy or it's a girl. I can already see it. I see it before she even gets to explain down there. And in my mind, I'm like, mm, I see it. I see what it is. But I didn't say anything. And then she gets to it. And then she says, it's a girl. And then we look at each other. And we're like, of course, of course, it's a girl. Like, of course. And yeah, so from then, after that experience, when I thought I was going to hear my baby's heartbeat and basically didn't, after that appointment, literally my whole pregnancy experience was just like pure bliss. I had no health issues, no physical issues like that made me feel like it was too much. I had none of that. I wasn't stressed. We weren't stressed. We were like literally just like in this world of like joy. We were just so happy so excited and just it was honestly and I could cry right now it was honestly just one of the it was just one of the most amazing experiences of my life I felt I can't even explain I just physically felt so good mentally felt so good emotionally felt so good and just even though obviously everything was not perfect we were still living with my parents and in the moment where, you know, my belly is growing and the baby is kicking and we're buying things for our baby, like all of that, it was just pure happiness and peace and joy, not only for myself, but for my husband, for our marriage. It was just everything in our little bubble was perfect. And you might be like, why is she saying it that way? And that's because like we had like outside shit with outside family that just totally would kill the vibe for us. But as far as like our little growing family, it was perfect. Not a single complaint about it. Uh, fun fact, I didn't gain a single pound from pregnancy. All of my weight distributed to my baby. 
And then after I had my baby, I lost 40 pounds within like two weeks. It was crazy. But anyways, and my baby girl is here now. She is one and a half years old. She is crazy. I was working and I peeked my head over. I was like, wait, she's being quiet for a little too long. I peeked my head over. She's laid out on her little couch asleep. And I get, I get up to record her because the way that she's laying is weird. And I walk over and then I see her mouth and she has snacks, her cheeses snacks hanging out of her mouth. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I go and take it out. And then I realize she has tons of like cheeses in her mouth, like chewed up. Like she was literally fell asleep in the middle of her eating these cheeses. So I had to get a napkin and put my finger in there and get them all out because she ain't about to be choking in her sleep. But anyways, that's the story of my baby girl. And finally getting a little baby and we're just so proud of her entire existence. Now don't ask me about baby number two because that ain't coming anytime soon. So just, just save the questions. <laughs> and at that, God did his work for me to get pregnant with the first one. So who knows if we could even have the second one, but even say, say it could come on time and exactly how it's supposed to be. It ain't coming for a few years. It ain't happening. So just save the question. Talk to Jesus about it. Don't ask us. And yeah, that was how I found out I was pregnant. My crazy doctors, more crazy doctors and pregnancy. I'll eventually, I can eventually share like my labor and how that all went. I can eventually have my husband on here so we can get into like how having a baby changed our relationship and even like me being pregnant changed our relationship. We can for sure plan those. Again, I hope everybody had a great Mother's Day and until next time, have a good week, y'all. Bye.